Welcome everyone to the last episode of our little tiny mini Texas Chainsaw Massacre venture. I am your host, Larry. And I am your other host, Justin. Sorry if I sound weird this week. I'm using a different microphone. <laughs> oh, did you get yourself set up for uh Yeah, so that's all like set up behind me behind this green screen is my the other green screen with all my my mic. When and stuff. does that journey begin, Justin? My hope is I'm going to wake up at six, go pick okay. up some good old Canadian Tim Hortons and Timmy Hose as you as you yeah, do. Yeah. And uh try to start around like six thirty, seven. It depends if I wanna if I'm gonna shovel or not beforehand. We're supposed to get hit with Oh, is it raining up there tonight? Snowing. But yes. Snowing. Yes. Yeah, I guess you would shovel <laughs> snow, not rain. Yeah. Um uh so hopefully yeah. seven and then I have a couple like I have like one planned break. But other than that, I'm going to be. What is your planned break? Oh, just lunch. Well, my kid is like virtually schooled still this year. So when he okay. uh, is on his lunch, I'm going to take a lunch break. For those who don't know, Justin is talking about Elden Ring. Oh, it yeah. Right. Tomorrow. <laughs> um, In the past then... for everybody. <laughs> yes, I guess it would be the past for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it is all over Twitch. It's like what anybody, everybody's playing it. Uh, yeah. Steven, good friend of mine in front of the show. Uh, savior of many Dark Souls ventures when Justin wasn't available to do it with me, Bloodborne, Bloodborne in particular, um, he changed his time code to New Zealand so he could get in right away. I, th- I thought about it. I really did, but I was like, no. Okay. I wondered. I asked you if you if you considered it. I, I did, but I, I can't. If I start it now, A, my mind would not, my head would not be in this recording, I'll tell you that now, and B... I would be up all night. I mean, my head isn't here either because obviously Destiny came out, and I'd rather be doing that. And you'd rather yeah. be playing Witch Queen, or you'd rather be playing Elden Ring, I'd rather be playing Witch Queen. Um, we decided to do this little mini season because of the trailer that was revealed for this movie in particular. And this is your first, last, and only time to be aware that there will be spoilers. And if you liked this movie, you're not going to want to listen to this review. Uh, particularly you, I think. I think you did it a lot more than I did. But yeah, I well, also before we get into all like that, it, yeah. Justin, I am curious. What has been new with you? Okay. Um. Oh my god. Uh. uh I watched uh, Hellraiser two. I'm watching that tonight. It's a movie. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm surprised that people still call Hellraiser 2 the good one. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not as bad as the movie we watched uh, last Friday, Saturday, whenever. But uh, I also watched mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, obviously. Um, I've been playing Elix 2, which actually doesn't come out until March 1st, but I'll probably talk about that more next week. I just haven't okay. had a lot of time to put into it. And uh, I finished playing Earthbound last week, so I don't, man, honestly, I think I've just been getting pumped for Elden Ring and writing a bunch of stuff for uh, Nintendo Link. Cool. And uh, I always yeah. wait when I see their their tweets to see if it's one from you. No, no, I I I always retweet retweet mine. <laughs> okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's it for me. What about uh, yourself, Destiny Larry? <laughs> so TV-wise, <laughs> yeah. I am on episode 173 of Dragon Ball Z. 
Uh, which, uh, the which... cell games are about to begin. Oh, okay, so you're in the perfect cell. So they're yeah, so they're all like prepping cells, like setting up the tournament, and all that jazz. So nothing. No, but I know what it is. Finished Peacemaker. Oh, yes. As well, I guess. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, that show was far better than I expected it and probably than it deserved to be. And I cannot wait for season two. And John Cena is such a better actor than The Rock. Yes. Uh, I, well, yes. 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 I know. I, it's just a hard pill to swallow, but yes. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, Peacemaker is amazing. And uh, I'm... I'm I'm wondering if the expectations set up by season one are going to be its downfall maybe in season two, because we also do have probably a year, year and a half before we get season two. I think if they keep the cast same, which they should, and they keep the writing the same, really off the wall, crazy things this season. Yeah. And it all worked. So I think as long as the cast remains consistent and the writing stays there, I think we'll be fine. I hope so. I I really, really hope so. I just uh... it's incredible. This crazy no name DC character has put out a better quality product than any Marvel show. Yeah, uh, it's wild. <laughs> it's literally like uh, I, I, I did like Wandavision, but it's media. not Peacemaker. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, oh, then I watched season one of the show on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Have you watched that? I have. I actually love that show. Okay, so I'm on season two right now. It's it's a lot of fun. They do it's a really, really good job going through those movies. I yeah, think it's, it's like really... it's like weirdly funny and yeah. 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 And it's not like focusing on the actors, it's about the people behind the scenes who made it. I, I, I really liked it. Wait wait until you get to uh they do an episode on aliens. Yes, that's season three. I have uh, Back to the Future is the last episode I have of season two. Okay. And then I'm going to. Uh, that one is that. like kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. So basically it's Dragon Ball or it's that show while I'm like grinding out stuff in Destiny just to have on because it's something I could have on and like, yeah. listen to yeah. more so than have to watch. Uh, movies. I watched a documentary called Icarus. Have you heard of it? No. So it actually won an Academy Award a couple years back. But basically this guy wanted to prove that the only reason why because he was a, a really good cyclist but he was never in like that top upper echelon he wanted to prove that they were doping that they were cheating okay so he documented himself taking steroids um and he was using the help of this world-renowned doping expert in russia and basically as it goes on it was when the russian doping scandal came out and this guy was like the head of it and how like the Kremlin was trying to kill him and how like he went to like the Olympic committee and tried to tell him the truth and they like they didn't want to believe him and it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. I'd hire recommend it. I yeah. also watched a documentary called uh Screwball, which is about um doping in baseball, funnily <laughs> enough. I went on a little guess a drug spree. Yeah, a little a little doping spree there. <laughs> that one was really interesting because it was a documentary. Yeah. All the flashbacks to like scenes with like baseball players or like the people who were involved in the doping were played by children. 
oh weird is that to like make light of it a little bit to like maybe try to i think to make it a little more bring levity to it because it was so serious yeah but the the documentarian had to have set up the film because it felt like goodfellas so the documentary you were watching felt like you were watching goodfellas interesting another really good one that i'd recommend i think even people who aren't like baseball fans would like find it to be a very fun watch tcm 22 we'll talk about that uh two dragon ball movies return of cooler i still i don't even know i don't know who cooler is (laughs) uh it's frieza's older brother oh i get it freezer cooler yeah i get it (laughs) wow and then I watched Dragon Ball Z Broly Legendary Super Saiyan. And I actually had to watch that one on a bad website and I had to watch it subbed because there was no uh I know people version. are like freaking out and love Broly. He's the guy who like uh was in a bunch of hot water a year or two ago, right? The voice actor. I don't know. This is my this is my first introduction to the guy. Um mm. he was interesting. But yeah. Games. I beat Arceus. Yes. Dex oh. is complete. I, yeah, I did get that message. I was just tired. <laughs> it's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah, I caught I caught Arceus. Um, my Dex is complete. I'm probably over time, I'll slowly just complete the Dex out. But yeah, um, I know on Sunday there is a Pokemon Live coming out. Oh, yeah. like Whatever uh, Nintendo does. Yeah, basically Pokemon's going to tell us what they're doing. Yeah, so I'm hoping for maybe some DLC. We'll see. Um, but I loved it. Witch Queen went live on Tuesday. So you've been glued to Destiny, I'm assuming? <laughs> no lifing, I think, is the yeah. proper terminology. Well, what yeah, I've already your, been the campaign. What's your light level? So I haven't done the Legendary campaign yet. And if you do Legendary campaign, you automatically go to 1525. So I've just been doing... I did the story on Basic just to enjoy it. And then I, um, I've just been doing like side quests and side <coughs> missions and everything. I'm fifteen ten. What what is what is like the max and raid minimum and all that stuff? I don't know, right? Next but Saturday I have to be at fifteen thirty. Fifteen thirty. Oh, so you're you're basically there. I'm good. Yeah. I like I said I did a lot of prep work beforehand, so I'm going to be good. And now I'm just kind of the new world is incredibly pretty. I'm having That's a lot good. of fun with it. Um. New players, everybody and all your weapons and everything you have gets automatically bumped up to 1350, which is kind of nice. Um, the campaign is really good, though missions are kind of hard. I was trying to solo the legendary stuff last night, and I did a l- couple of the missions, but it's it's brutal. It's really hard. Interesting. Which is fun. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it should be yeah. a challenge, right? Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to remember you said that when we review Elden Ring. <laughs> Uh, then I haven't started this yet, but I am considering picking back up Octopath Traveler. Interesting. I actually really, really enjoyed Octopath. I I do feel like it got a little bloated in the middle. Um, That's where I stopped the first time. Yeah. Same. I I so don't I, I'm just like I'm like needing an RPG in my life. Hey. You know, like needing an RPG and I already own Octopath, so I can just literally lay in bed like before oh, I go yeah. to sleep and we like, play fair. for a few minutes. I was gonna say, I mean, there's always Persona Five Royal, but Persona yeah. Five Royale will happen at some point. I will do that, and we will do a very special "Here's Johnny" episode and review it. Uh tense. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then uh, the only other thing, um, almost done with the two towers. We're at Helm's Deep right now. Um, the book is far faster than the movie. Like the Battle of Helm's Deep is almost over, and I feel like the chapter just started. Um, and then for school, I have one project left, and then I'm done with the first two classes of the semester. And you, yeah, so obviously we were talking outside of the podcast. Um, you said it's next week. Is it starts back up with like the next round, basically? Yeah, Monday. The next classes start again. Do you have March break? <laughs> I don't no, know if that's like a thing. Break. Not, not for this accelerated program. It's uh-huh. literally like gas pedal down and just charge forward. I'm sorry. That, that sucks, but, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, you'll get it done quicker, right? It is what it is. Yeah, I'm almost, I'll be done in August, and it's going to be March in a week, so. That's how it happens. Everything good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just oh. <laughs> Michelle just texted me. Sorry. Okay, She's uh, okay. trying to get something uh, done for tomorrow. Oh, interesting. Oh, yes. Uh, as you're listening to this, there will be an episode of Hellraiser Part 2 over on the Zombie Girl feed, so check that out. I can't put it off anymore. Are you ready to talk about this fucking awful movie? <laughs> uh, I'm not holding back. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not holding back. Yeah, sure, I am. It yes. has been a long time since I've... <laughs> partaken so whatever you have planned you asked me what kind of music i said it was a long ripping fart the whole time let's see what you got Justin has your background. I have the summary. The floor is yours, Jay. Tell me, how in the world did this fucking thing get made? I mean, I can just skip right down to that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I Yeah, you know what? Yeah, obviously, it's 2002 American slasher film by David Blue Garcia with screenplay by Chris Thomas Devlin and a story from Fede Alvarez and Roto. Fede was a one-trick pony, huh? Say again. Uh, I don't think so. Let me look at his for filmography here. Besides Evil Dead, what else did he write that was any good? Uh, he wrote the the I believe the first season. Oh no, he wrote one of the better episodes of the From Dust Till Dawn series. Oh, I haven't seen that, so I can't make a comment. You should watch the first season. It's actually really good. Second season sucks, but the first season is pretty <laughs> good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look at the rest of his stuff. The Girl in the Spider's Web. I don't know what that is, so. I think that's one of those, like, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I think it's one of those movies. Uh, bu- 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 I think. Bu- uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. But, yes, it it, uh, it, it is looking that way. Um, initially, during the development of Leatherface in 2017, the producers had the rights and intention to make five more TCM films. In April 2015, producer Krista... Campbell stated that the fate of the potential sequels would largely depend on the financial and critical reception to Leatherface. But by the time the Leatherface came out, uh, Lionsgate and Millennium Films had lost the film rights because it took too long to release Leatherface. And then in 2018, it was reported that Legendary Pictures had entered preliminary negotiations to purchase the film rights to TCM. 
the following year, Fede Alvarez signed onto the project as producer. And then in 2019, uh, Chris Thomas Devlin joined the, uh, the production as screenwriter. I'm going to actually just, this is all new, so there's like nothing <laughs> much out. So you're fine, buddy. Literally the first movie he wrote. This is the his first movie. Fetty? Uh, no, uh, Chris Thomas Devlin. So uh, Fetty didn't write this. Uh, his he was the story writer, I believe. Okay, I, th- I thought in the end credits. I thought I saw his his nice name across the title. Yeah, writer story. Yes. Um, in February twenty twenty, uh, Ryan Tohill and Andy Tohill were hired to serve as directors to the film. Um. In May of the same year, it was announced that the film would serve as a sequel to the original film featuring a 60-year-old Leatherface. We'll talk about that because he's got to at 60 least... 60-year-old Leatherface? We so will he was talk, 10 we in the first movie? We'll talk about that because, trust sorry. me, that was sorry. a Sorry, you were, you were my ally in this. I need to calm down. I apologize. Yeah, you're, you're up here. You don't need to be. Don't <laughs> worry. We're both going to be up there. Uh, notably similar to the approach of Halloween. Uh, in 2022, Eric... Alvarez clarified that the events of the original se- sequels took place in the film's continuity. He was later stated saying, um, the film does not explicitly erase the continuity of the previous sequels. He said, when movies do that, sometimes it feels a bit disrespectful to all the other films. Some people love TCM too. I love a lot of things about that movie. It's so wacky and of its time, but the rest is such a mess canon-wise. I think it's up to you to decide when and how the events of the other movies happen. <clears throat> uh, Principal Photography commenced in August of 2022 in Bulgaria. However, after being unimpressed with what was filmed, the studio fired Ryan and Andy Tohill and... Uh, David Blue Garcia was hired to replace them as a director, and the footage shot by the Toehill brothers was never ended up using, uh, being used. Uh, and then uh, by March of 2021, Alvarez announced that the production had been completed while confirming that the film would focus on an older aged Leatherface. The filmmaker revealed that the production took an old school approach to filmmaking, noting vintage lenses and practical effects used for gore. The following month, the film was officially titled Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was believed at one point that the title was going to be Texas Chainsaw Begins, but that was obviously denied. In May, this is what I think you will find the most interesting. Okay. (laughs) In May of 2021, it it was reported that after test screenings, the audience reaction was generally negative. (laughs) However... In August, Alvarez counterclaimed that the original overall audience score was mostly positive, while emphasizing that the film remains respectful to the film's legacy, the first film's legacy. I am not a big TCM fan. Like, this is definitely, we're, like, this is something I wanted to do for a while, particularly yeah. for you, because I know it's a special thing for you. Oh, it's literally just the first For movies. someone to have written this and think it is respectful of what came before. Oh, oh we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, surprisingly, uh, uh, following the film's release, director David Blue Garcia expressed interest in taking part in a sequel. Uh, it is also announced, I believe today, it, uh, it was the second highest viewed movie uh, on Netflix. 
uh, that weekend. So, I mean, it didn't crack that number one. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and then uh, obviously, I think TCM, like... yeah. In uh, the United States, uh, five, for five days, it was ranked as number one on Netflix top ten list in the United States, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, and some other regions. Obviously, because it's Netflix, I don't think we'll ever get exact numbers unless it's like they keep wild. that shit really close to the chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, that's all I got. There is like nothing. I basically read almost everything that was on the Wikipedia. <laughs> It's totally, totally fine. Um, do we need to do a 60-second summary, or can I just go into it and tear it up? It's your call. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I have a stopwatch pulled up. What do you feel like doing? I want to slowly tear this bitch apart. Okay. Okay, we can do that. Plot. Feel free to interject at any time if I miss anything. Okay. Film starts off in the same kind of... Vi- oh, and again, I already mentioned this. Spoilers galore, and if you did enjoy this, this is not going to be your cup of tea. The film starts off kind of giving a recap of what had happened before. Um, In a very, like, weird Friday the 13th, like, the OG, how the first, I believe, three Friday the 13th did it, where it's, like, just kind of out of place. But, yes, anyways, go ahead. Sorry. We are introduced to this group of, I almost want to say influencers. I don't think there's really any other way to describe what they're being portrayed as being. No. basically imagine like the worst kind of person on social media like if you were to imagine like what what would people would describe like a liberal woke snowflake douche it's these people right would is that, is that fair to say yes yes okay. absolutely and it's oh man it blows my mind because this was like my worst fear for scream <laughs> <laughs> have you seen scream five yet no uh march oh, 1st so i believe when it comes out but i might actually go see it before then we'll uh, we'll see cool so there is like shitty rundown gas station in the middle of texas like very very much out like there they have a tesla it looks like it has to be a tesla they have a tesla yeah it's got auto drive in it gas station oh, yeah. that's right parked at a gas station uh, a tesla getting <laughs> gas at a gas station I know. Okay. Uh, as they're sitting there, um, this beat up truck pulls up, and this old redneck guy gets out with his gun. I will say the our... only good char- one of the only good characters in this movie. Yeah, I actually thought it was the guy from a uh, Blade. The guy from for Blade. a second. Yeah, the the bad guy, the the the, the white dude. Blade bad guy. Keep going. I'm gonna Google this one. Okay. Oh. Um, uh, Deacon Frost. Yeah, yeah, Deacon Frost. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought it was for a second. Um, okay, but anyways. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, one of our pretentious Snowflakes people notices that he is carrying a gun. In Texas. Which, it's very important. Remember, we are in Texas, and it yeah. is legal. Like, it's just, like, that is yeah. acceptable, and, like, it's how it works down there. Um, and makes some really shitty comment to this guy. Um, he kind of plays it cool. They get their Tesla and they drive off to this beat up town that they bought from a bank. They bought a whole town from a bank to like put a restaurant and an art studio and they have investors coming. I don't know, dude. I, I, that, that part of the story lost me. That thread lost me. So I believe some people have been actually sharing pictures of this 
I don't know okay. if it's like I, it's been a long time since I've seen the remake of House of Wax, but apparently it's like the same town, like l- oh, like, I actually like location wise. I actually yeah. like House of Wax. I'm, I don't remember. I remember like the pinky toe getting clipped off, but and Paris Hilton getting the pipe through her head. I didn't even remember that. I knew she died, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyways, back to the okay, bad movie. Anyways, so we're in this town. Yes. We're exploring. And then, of course, because this movie wants to hit every single trope it can possibly hit on and try to just do every everything that people bitch and moan about, like, virtue signaling, this movie does. So there's a Confederate flag flying outside of one of these buildings. and they Because, because Texas, down. right? Because Texas, exactly. Yeah. And it... And the thing is, is like you can have that conversation, but this movie is not even trying to have that conversation. It's just like throwing it in there to shit on people. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They like, are. I'm not Confederate. I don't. I'm not in favor of the Confederacy. They're a bunch of losers. They lost. You're flying a flag for a losing team. It's embarrassing. But like this is not okay. Whatever. Okay. They go inside, and this old woman greets them, like she's caught off guard, like why they're in her house. But she greets them, offers make them tea, and then these. The, the two people who are kind of leading the purchase of this town are really shitty to her and basically tell her she needs to get the fuck out because they bought it. And she's like, I have paperwork. I have paperwork. And then at the top of the stairs, we see a figure appear who she tells to go away. I do want to interject that while they are walking through this house, you actually see Leatherface just sitting there in a bone chair before he is really? shown. Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like off in the corner. He's just like, he's sitting there like listening, basically. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the stress of this interaction causes this old woman to kind of go into like a, a fit. She has an oxygen machine that we see. Um, so Bubba carries her into a police van to take her to the hospital. Um, oh, I forgot. We are inter- introduced to cops, too, as they oh, yeah. drive to the town. Um. Cops are portrayed as like the like worst kind of version of cops. Like if you were to imagine like what your most stereotypical racist kind of cop looks like, that's what they are. Again, every single person is shown in their absolute worst light. Like it's, yes. it's not trying to critique like conservatives. It's not trying to critique liberals. It's like this person, whoever wrote this, Fetty or whoever, just hates everybody. Yeah, at least that's the vibe I got. Like he just hates everyone, except okay. for the uh... well. They're, they're, okay, we'll get to it in audio because I do okay. think there are two good people in this movie. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Old woman dies on the way to the hospital. Yeah. Bubba loses his shit. Breaks the cop's wrist. Stabs him in the throat with the bone. That cop's gun goes off and shoots the driver. The girl, one of the influencer girls, is in the front seat. Van crashes. She comes to, and in the rearview mirror, she sees Bubba cutting the face off of the old woman, which I thought was weird. Um, no, I mean, he's, that's his, he kind of snapped, right? That was his. Yeah. He, yeah, it's true. Because it is revealed later on that he almost makes a shrine to her. Yes, exactly. Um, the cop who is driving the van kind of comes to and is gurgling bubble comes to his window and just crushes his skull uh, uh girl, yeah with um uh like a fire extinguisher looking thing yeah our influencer girl like doesn't wait for bubba to go away she just like waits till she can't see him and she tries to get out bubba catches her 
grabs her by the throat, and very slowly, this film decides to show Bubba gutting her. Yeah, as he, like, stares into her eyes. <laughs> it was, we'll get into this in cinematography, but it was one of the most uncomfortable and most, just really, I hated it. Uh, it just made me feel dirty. And I, it was... I thought, personally, I thought it, it actually worked. Um, okay. It felt well, mean-spirited, which is going to be something I kind of harp on a couple more times throughout this. Okay, okay. But it is what it is. I mean, these um, people did come in and, like, take over his home with, like, in the worst way possible. Yeah. Leatherface oh, is the good okay. guy in this movie. <laughs> so we flash back to um, the influencer town. The big Vanna influencer um, funders have showed up. Yep. And one of our two main girls, I don't know their names, Curly, we'll call her Curly Hair Older, because it's Curly Hair Older and Curly Hair Younger. Okay. Curly Hair Older and the guy who is, um, like, kind of leading the purchase of this town. Yeah. We're starting to see that maybe he actually didn't buy everything. He didn't get the deed to everything. So they go in there, and Curly Hair Older discovers that she owned, the old woman owned this house, that this house wasn't included in the sale. Bubba shows up through a kind of a cool scene with like a swinging door. He like takes a chunk out of the one dude's face. Uh, yes. And it was curly. like weirdly, especially looking back on it through the rest, of, like through the rest of the movie, it's like a weirdly, uh, it's showing some restraint. Yeah. It's like the most Halloween 2018 shot of the whole film. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Yes. Um, Curly hair older is underneath the bed and Bubba breaks down the wall and pulls out his trusty chainsaw, which he had buried in the wall for safekeeping, I guess. Well, um, it, uh, it's, it's, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. It, the, his adopted mother, I guess you could say, uh-huh. um, actually says, don't go in my room because it is kind of show it's kind of hinted at that she had hidden everything away from him is that what she said i couldn't understand her when she was her dying voice breath or whatever that's what she said okay me and Devin couldn't figure out what she said okay well there you go all right so bubba realizes curly hair older is in there oh wait i forgot something dirty man shows up because the guy was able to get himself out into the street yes yeah remember so uh What's the guy's name from Blade? He just said his name. This is the character. Not the oh, character. I character. don't have that up anymore. Deacon Frost. Deacon, Deacon yeah. Frost decides to go in there. Oh, wait. I forgot something else because the movie's so fucking terrible. Deacon Frost at one point is like flirting with curly hair younger. Yes. There's like a whole drawn out scene. Um, and curly hair younger was a victim of a school shooting. Um, which really doesn't serve any context other than just like to have that plot point in there yeah it i'm trying to think of it ever really it only ever comes it doesn't even matter really because every time it comes back it ever never actually like amounts to anything yeah so the guy gets out into the street one of the banker people is like oh my gosh you're hurt gets everybody onto the van it's at this point that deacon frost runs into bubba's house 
and Bubba brutally murders this man, breaks his leg, gets him on the ground, and then caves his skull in. Uh, curly oh, hair dude, older, when he broke his leg, was just like, Ugh. It was gross. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I know you gross. are not a fan of the ultra gore. I, no. I, it hit with me so well this time. Okay. Uh, curly hair older grabs the keys from him, tries to get out uh, the house. Bubba chases her throughout. Oh, I did not even notice that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's just like a still from it. Sorry. Interesting. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Oh, I appreciate no it. Problem. Okay. So Curly, her older, is trying to escape. Somehow she gets underneath the house. Bubba is chasing her like a kind of like a reverse shark situation with the chainsaw coming down through the floor and chasing her through the basement. So imagine like Jaws chasing you through the water, but like inversed. Uh, cuts a pipe, covers her in shit. <laughs> because <Yep>. why not? <laughs> uh, she gets out into the street. Curly, her older, and Curly, her younger go into the van. And Bubba decides to come say hello. Bubba kills the driver. The driver comes out to check on what's going on. Comes on to the bus. All of our influencer people pull out their phones. And we get one of the just like CG heavy, unnecessary slow-mo, graphic violent scenes I've seen in a long time. I don't think there's a lot of CG in there. The, when the one woman got cut when she was climbing out the window, that was absolutely CG. It looked like shit. Oh, okay. Because I, I know that they were heavily focused on using, like, practical effects. Well, then their practical effects looked like shit because I'm someone who, like, I, you know, who appreciates that. Now, let me give a quick aside. Sally, our heroine from the first movie, our final girl, is still alive. She has become a Texas Ranger because the cops did so much for her and her friends back in the first movie. It makes sense that she would join the people who didn't help her. Um, and she decides to go confront Bubba because she's getting these radio messages and realizes that there's something, something's wrong. That he's he's come out of 50 years. She couldn't find him, so she's coming out hiding. Uh, Sally looks like a copy-paste version of... Um, of Lori Strode from Halloween 2018. Fair? Yes. Uh, Sally goes to the van accident, finds all the dead bodies, well, and finds the I, I would say, like, about. I would say, sorry, I would say she more looks like... <laughs> this, is gonna, <laughs> this is probably going to sound a lot meaner than I mean it to sound. But you know when, like, you always hear about, like, the horror stories of ordering something off Wish? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like the Wish version of Lori Strode. Oh my god, this goddamn movie. Okay, she comes, finds the shrine, and then she just follows, I guess, the trail of tears back to this town. Okay, so everyone is dead except for older, younger, uh, curly hair older and curly hair younger. Mm-hmm. Sally shows up, gets them into the back of her car, and basically is like, I'm going to use you as bait. I'm going to kill this man, and you're going to be my bait for it. But instead of using them as bait, she follows Bubba into the house ask Bubba to acknowledge her like she's some kind of Roman Reigns knockoff from the WWE which is that's his line currently is acknowledge me that's like when he beats people he tells them to acknowledge him so sorry for my wrestling fans out there everybody else you probably didn't get the reference Uh, and Bubba's like I don't know who the hell you are and just like ignores her and walks by to go get these girls so as Bubba's approaching the cop car Sally puts a couple shots into Bubba and then Bubba comes up to Sally, raises her in the air, 
shoves the chainsaw into her chest, revs it for a solid 10 seconds, and then just chucks her to the side like it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, like a literal meat puppet. Yeah. Yeah. The girls are able to escape the cop car. Bubba is chasing them around as Bubba is getting ready to kill curly hair younger. Two shots ring off at Sally's last moments because somehow the chainsaw tearing her insides apart and being thrown like a rag doll did not kill her yet. Uh, so curly hair younger runs into the movie theater. Curly hair older grabs a shotgun from Sally's dead corpse. They confront Bubba in the movie theater and a kind of cool scene where he like kind of emerges from like this like hole in the ground filled with water. Sure. Uh, they shoot him. He falls backwards slow-mo into the water. Curly hair older and curly hair younger get into their Tesla, set it on auto drive. And as they're pulling away, Bubba pulls curly hair older out of the car, slices her head off and holds it up as he screams and credits. And then after the credits, uh, you see Bubba going home to the original oh. house. Oh, I did not. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool, pretty cool looking, <laughs> but it doesn't really offer much. This was bad on every level for plot. Oh, plot! Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I, will I agree with you. I need someone to explain to me. Sally had aged a great deal, which she should have. This movie, if it's considered a direct sequel happening today's time, is just shy of 50 years old. So if Bubba was in his 20s or 30s, he's now 70 or 80. Okay, so I did the math on this. So Sally was like in her late teens. I think she was 16, so she would be 66, which makes sense. She looks older. Uh, in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's like side kind of like papers strewn about kind of thing. Sure, sure, um, sure. We find out through context clues that Bubba is 26. So he's in, 76. So he is 76, which I will say I literally work with a 70-year-old who looks and walks like him. <laughs> it's really creepy. Do you really? Oh, yeah. He's like very like big and muscular and like active. I've never seen a 76 year old look like this guy this guy looks like young big show I have it's legitimately terrifying so that is crazy that you have but I yeah. think that is probably an outlier because oh, this I is agree. when people think of a 76 year old no you think of a frail this ain't man. it yeah which is wild because he's through running around the, through, chucking shit <laughs> through their own like uh media releases press releases and stuff they are saying that he was 10 in the first movie they say he is 60 years old they're saying the bubba we saw in the og texas chainsaw massacre to which it was important for them to pay respect to was 10 years old so well here's the thing though there aren't they aren't saying that he was 10 but they are saying that he is 60 in this movie which means they literally say it is 50 years after the original like canonically so technically they are saying that he was 10 in the first one which doesn't make any sense jesus christ <laughs> trust me there was like a whole i went on michelle and i went on like this whole like what the fuck like, did you go- googling and like trying to figure out where the age came from and yeah it's uh, it was a whole so thing. the casting of bubba was terrible if you were casting bubba to be like 
like a Jason kind of character, like never aging, sure, the guy fits the build. But that's not what this movie franchise has ever been, as far as I'm aware. There's never been a supernatural component to Bubba, right? That I'm not a hundred percent sure because I I actually, <laughs> well, I don't like the whole like for this sake the like s- the plot details behind him. Yeah, I actually like this guy as Leatherface, but not in the way that it is presented. He would have been a good Bubba in a remake or a direct sequel that happened like closer to the original time frame. See, doesn't uh, it take you out of it? Like, cause like like you said, like like there's just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The age thing, I agree, doesn't make sense. But I actually like Leatherface is one of the only two people I enjoyed in this movie. I actually liked Leatherface in this movie. More than okay. anybody else. Let's talk about Sally. Oh, a waste, you mean? It's worse than a waste. No, it's, I mean, it's, unfortunately, it's just downright disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is, right? It's just, it's, it's yeah. just disrespectful. You brought back this character for what? For because what? Because they wanted to be a part of everything. They wanted to be a part of, like, the cool legacy sequel stuff. I don't even know what else to say besides it's disrespectful. It's not good. We'll get to performances and everything later on, but like this, the actual presentation, like how shitty she is, how dumb she is, how just like how co- like shitty carbon copy it was of Lori. Like it's just, my lord, it's just so bad. Yeah. And like the, the thing I said when I was describing the plot that really, really annoys me, man, is like if you want to criticize woke culture, that's your right to do. If you want to criticize conservative culture and gun toting and all that stuff, that's your right to do. But or if you want to have a conversation about gun violence or you want to have a conversation about race, I am here for it. We have covered movies that have done it. We have had professionals who cover those areas on this podcast to discuss with us and help us and our audience understand more. But when you just throw all this shit in here, do nothing constructive and just kind of shit on everything without having anything constructive to say, it's fucking offensive. I mean, I I, I didn't think it was offensive, but... No, I, I did, mean, but it's like, like, if you want a conversation about gun control, fine. I'm here for it. I personally okay. don't think that people should be able to own guns. If Unless you can prove you're using it for hunting, I don't think that you should be allowed to purchase a gun. Personal preference, probably in the wrong spot to be saying <laughs> wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's up? Didn't you almost buy a gun at the start? Which is why I realized that the rules need to change. Yes, I was literally seconds away from buying an assault rifle at the start of the pandemic with a bunch of hollow point rounds. That was when I realized this is crazy that I can that I was able to do that. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that was okay, when I realized okay. this has got to fucking change. This is insane. No, I like because the thing is, I agree. I, they are punching way down like I, I don't think this movie really has anything to say at all no i wouldn't go as far as to say it's offensive but i do think that this there it's is offensive because they're bringing up sensitive topics and they're not doing any they're not like building on it they're not conversing about it they're not trying to enlighten they're not trying to show hypocrisies they're not trying to do anything like they're shitting on the the influencers they're shitting on the texas gun toters they're shitting on cops they're shitting on everything and it's just like like what are you trying to say like it's so it's nihilistic and lazy 
I, I agree with you. I just, I just, I, I think offensive. It's just a very, I think it's a strong word that personally, okay. I don't think it's offensive, but I do agree it's yeah. bad. I think it is because when we have seen horror do this kind of stuff properly, like a Night of Living Dead or Get Out, you can have really interesting conversations and it elevates things. I hate using that term, but it elevates the conversation. It's a deeper conversation you could have, right? That's one of the things I love about horror. But this is just is garbage. It's hot garbage thrown on a plate and you're like asked to devour it. And it's like, I'd really rather not. Um, it's, I, <laughs> sorry. The, whole, the, the offensive thing is sticking to me just because in that light, I'm surprised you didn't call the first TCM offensive because it is. I mean, surrounding basically the Franklin character. We did talk about it. No, I agree, but it, it, it I like, I feel like it was offensive. That was offensive. Yeah, I, I just we I, pinged it for it. <laughs> By the way, this movie actually also brings back Franklin. <laughs> to yeah, it does. He's in the picture. Yeah, that's right. Um, he is also the only character we don't hear talk. In the flashback sounds probably for good reason yeah he was, he was not well uh yeah, yeah. he's a bad character but no i i just you don't have to agree with me that's i, totally I don't agree i, with I find offensive, it offensive but I, I do agree that it's bad i i find this film to be offensive to the legacy of what texas chainsaw was and what like not that it was ever my favorite but i think it's offensive to the legacy it's offensive to the character sally because i'm a big final girl proponent and i also think it's offensive to horror films that are trying to make larger messages and trying to have deeper conversations because you get shit like this and people laugh you off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, the ending. I thought they killed Bubba. I thought it was the end and I was fine with that. I actually had kind of made my peace. I thought that was an interesting way for him to go. Um, then they do the last second stinger where Bubba reaches in and grabs her as she sl- like, she didn't even try to help her sister. Like she's like slowly inching. Like she could have ran out grabbed her sister or tried to help her sister and ran back to the tesla with how slow it was moving yeah but instead she goes through the sunroof and watches her sister get decapitated yeah i i so i will say uh i actually also thought that leatherface was legitimately dead i think that yeah. i thought that this was okay they're making this movie because they want to end it um so i was genuinely like i actually jumped when he like <laughs> grabbed her through too. the window but yeah. uh, then it was followed by literally a car inching away and her standing up through the window going, no, and she with could probably CG, have, like... shitty CGI head cut off. Man, I did not think it looked that bad. <laughs> I did. I thought it looked terrible. There were some that looked good. Like, some kills looked good. There were some kills that looked realistic, but overall I thought the, the it was CGI-filled and looked terrible. Oh, no, man. I thought it looked awesome. <laughs> Okay, which is fine. We'll talk about that next. So anything else for left plot? No, I think that... I think this is a... Uh, I know you disagree. <laughs> I think this is a good popcorn movie. I don't think that there's anything Absolutely that... Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I don't... Because... I, so we talked about this earlier. You said you would rather yeah. watch Gingerbread... Ginger I was going to say Dead that, Man. yeah, you were messaging and you yeah. made a comment about Ginger Dead Man. I would rather watch Ginger Dead Man than this movie. Full I stop. Not. I would not. <laughs> I don't think I could. Um, I, I, I would rather that, watch that movie that Marcus made us watch, the Alien one with Mark Hamill, I, which I had to go through all that hell to watch the shitty version split in half on fucking voodoo just to I be would. able to watch it. I would rather go through that again than the ease of watching this on Netflix. Now, so part of me is wondering if we know that 
we talked about it last week. I went into this with zero expectations. I knew that it was going to probably not be good. Yeah. Because I, I think had, I probably played myself a little bit because the trailer got me hyped. Uh, the trailer was great. And I watched yeah. it. The trailer was great. And then we did OG and uh, the remake. And, I mean, 83 and 70 is nothing to sniff at. Like, to get... To get above a sixty for how we do our scoring for us, that's that's a pretty a pretty solid film. Like I would yeah. say, anything sixty and above is like worth your time. And once you dip below that, because of how the components kind of break down, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was expecting like something close to the remake, honestly. Nothing groundbreaking, but like we were coming off the high of the last horror thing I had watched with either Midnight Mass or Fear Street, and both of those were astounding and really, really, really well done. And so I guess I was like kind of expecting something more. So that might have been why. And I just remember like, Devin and I were waiting to watch it. We watched it Saturday night. I remember sitting there like, and like I, I told you in text, like I paused it like five times, just like what the fuck is happening? Oh, like, see, what the fuck are they doing? This is fucking awful. I, and I don't I, do that. I'm someone who says like put your phone away and like shushes people. I'm that nasty old woman, crotchety old woman in the movie theater yelling at the young kids, right? Like I, I, dude, I hated this i hated every second of this movie uh what the one uh the one thing i remember saying to michelle after that movie uh, after this movie was well that was a chainsaw massacre in texas i guess <laughs> like it, that, that's what it is but see i i think i am honestly most of the time i just disconnect and watch movies like that that's just how yeah. i watch movies and that's why i think i was able to enjoy it a little more don't get me wrong i didn't enjoy this movie very much <laughs> But I enjoyed what we're going to talk about next. Okay. So for plot, I gave it a one. I give it a two and a half. I like Bubba. I like uh, Deacon. Cinematography. Yes. I liked the door, like the, the saloon door scene. Mm-hmm. I liked Sally coming across the shrine in the cornfield. Oh, that was... The... <laughs> That was actually really scary. I'm not gonna lie. That's it. Okay. Oh, right. Because you thought it was mean, <laughs> and that's why I kind of let you talk about what you like. But yes, the big takeaway for me is there's a lot of hyper violence in this, and sometimes it's yes. whatever. But the big takeaway for me is that a lot of the scenes that we got the hyper violence in seem to be explicitly towards like women in particular and it seemed to like revel in its violence i i don't think that's fair because i i think one of the Push people back. Who, it's totally fine i, 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 have a conversation. I think yeah. one of the people who got it the worst was deacon fair he, i think he, fair. him and the, and the cop are, yeah, it, it just didn't it just didn't i guess the the big one that sticks with me Justin is the girl in the van. I like that was one of the scenes where I paused after because it was just like it was dirty and it was mean and it was slow and it was vicious and it was like you talk about not CGI. That was one of the, probably the few that I thought was like definitely practical effects. And it was just we barely knew this girl. We had gotten really shitty vibes off of her and her friends, sure, but we barely knew her. She was kind enough to go to this old woman who she didn't even know and had just ran into to try to like make sure she was okay. She had done nothing wrong. Like they, and wow. there's always again. I'm in the. She was the wife or fiance or girlfriend of the main guy, and 
I don't know, like, I'm a big, and maybe it's one of the reasons why I like Randy from Scream, right? There's rules. Like, if you're doing a slasher, there are rules. And it's just, like, when we have these rules established, usually you have to break one of those fundamental rules to be killed. Like, I'm not saying you have to follow it, but that's kind of the vibe of it's kind of, like, the baseline for a slasher film. And, like, we're going to get to this when we get to the Friday the 13th remake. The the final kill, uh, the girl who, like, gets chainsaw or gets the machete through the back through the hole to the very end of the movie. I don't remember, yeah. We'll get to it, but I hate that okay. one, too, because, like, the whole time, everybody who had died before her had broken one of the slasher rules, right? They had broken one of the rules, and she didn't. And they literally only killed her. And I just, I just don't like it. And it was just slow, and it was mean, and it, it, to me, it felt mean. And then I also think of, like, the banker girl, like, how they, they slowly cut her in half, even though it looked like shit. Uh, but you have a very good counterpoint. The The killing of Deacon Frost was... Oh, it was by far the Probably most the most brutal kill in the whole movie. Fair. Yeah. Um, For sure. You're, you're, you're spot on there. I, I, see, I think... Again, personally, the reason that if you look at the kills Leatherface does towards the the group of four people who mm-hmm. kicked him and his mother out of their house and killed his uh, his adopted mother, he takes their time with them. He is brutal with them. Everybody else is just like, well, except for Deacon. Deacon's kind of a, you know, he was there when his mother died. Everyone else yeah. is just kind of like uh, meat, if you will, in his way, because the cop, both the cops, he kills them basically as quickly as he can. But those four people who took the, his mother out of the house and killed her, he takes his time with. So, I was going to say this for audio. We probably should have talked about it in plot. How do you feel about Bubba being an anti-hero? Oh, uh, I didn't like it. I That okay. is one part that I didn't like because, I mean, I talked about it in 2000 and the 2003 remake, right? I don't like... Not everybody has to be an anti-hero. I, don't, I really don't think you need that. And he is probably one of the worst people to try and make, a, like, an anti-hero. Because they attempted this before in Chainsaw 3D, if I remember correctly, right? With the get him cuz shit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, it, it did not work then. <laughs> At least for me, it did. Like, no, Bubba it, is a bad didn't. person. Like maybe like we we don't we can go into like why he is what he is the facial disfiguration like you talked about in the, in the remake like there are those things present sure but Bubba is a bad guy Bubba is a cannibal yeah. but Bubba kills people for just being in his way he is an animal looking for something to kill like even worse than Myers right like Bubba is far more animalistic I would say the only one who's easy more animalistic than fucking Jason like no, I agree Jason and Michael and Freddie kind of have like these like boundary that boundaries are like locales they stick to right bubba is just a rabid dog looking to tear apart and so for me it's just like i don't get it i don't i don't get it i i i don't get why because it also that's why i didn't watch the corella movie quella deville wants to kill dogs to wear him as clothes yeah full stop I don't need to know her backstory. I don't want to have compassion for her. Corella DeVille wants to kill Dalmatian puppies to wear as clothes. That's it. 
I don't want more. She is not why I like it. She's an inner, she's an evil villain, sure. But I like the the Pongo, right? I like the puppies. Like I want I and this is like Sally. Sally is your fucking driver. Sally is the reason why I was intrigued when I saw her in the trailer coming back. Obviously Bubba's gonna be in it, but to get Sally back, to see her return, Jesus Christ. And then that scene with her was just ridiculous and goofy and Marvel-esque. And just like when he picked her up in the air and it was a cool shot, sure. It was a cool looking shot. But it was stupid. It was disrespectful to the legacy of Sally and for what she stood for. And God damn, it was just over the top. So I, I do agree. I, that was one of the worst shots in the movie for me. Um, <laughs> it was just and I'm sorry. Fucking I'm stupid. so passionate. No, 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 no. But the interesting thing is. Yes. Is that shot is basically the opposite of his shot with Mia and the demon in Evil Dead when she's going at it with the chainsaw at the end. And it's like coming, it's like up on the ground and she's like going into it right at the end. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. yeah, because that's a yeah. good movie and that's a cool yeah. scene and it built up to it. Yeah, and it then... is literally like the complete opposite of it. I yeah, mean, you're right. In every sense of the imagination. But I agree, There, there are some dumb things about the kills uh like the, the whole sally thing was just every unfortunately everything revolving around the sally character well it was no, such a disappointment be, because the 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 cornfield scene was freaky and cool but other than that like yeah. anytime she is like interacting with bubba or the other characters it's not great um but i i actually enjoyed the kills i thought they were incredibly okay. brutal uh like yeah, and that's also not a cup of tea, so that might have just been sugar on the on the cake. Yeah, because, like, to me, even, like, when they're holed up in the bathroom and there's just so much blood and viscera that the blood, like, literally starts coming through the floor, like, coming through it. the door, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought that, I thought that was a cool shot. I honestly think <sighs> this is the only place where this movie does a great job. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, um, uh, although I will say the, the, the shit pipe was not needed this again mean-spirited yeah it, that that was mean-spirited and yeah. uh it, but it was brutal and sometimes if the character fits it i am okay with brutal and i think leatherface is like you said he's an animal he just sometimes he takes his time with his food sometimes he just is very quick with it sure I just, yeah. <laughs> you can't have me give me a brutal, like, I just, like, I think influencer culture is annoying. And like, Oh, I agree. That's why like, I enjoyed None watching. of these people, but none of these people, like, they didn't do anything to deserve it. They were in his way. Like you said, he's an animal. Yeah. I you, guess. You, can't, I, you can't have it both ways, though. <laughs> well, as I was thinking, they, they can't, they try to do both and you just can't do it. I don't know. Yeah. I gave it a two. The cornfield scene was really cool and I did like the saloon door flap. Oh, I gave it an eight. I actually, I actually oh, wow. really okay. like this part. Yeah, because I, I genuinely do think that while the idea of the town and stuff was stupid, I think it all looked good for like what they were trying to get across, and then I, I think all that stuff worked. Like all the, I don't think there is other than the Sally stuff. I, I don't. What was that? I have no idea. 
Uh oh. I don't. Uh, with I, my computer, I'd rather it be a mouse. <laughs> it sounded like your computer. Um, I know it did. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I don't think that there was any like too bad shot. I know you didn't enjoy like the, the, the gore and the, the uh, practical effects and stuff, but I, I, I genuinely did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Audio. Yes. I thought older, curly hair older and curly hair younger. Okay, fine performances, but I can't tell if they were fine performances surrounded by just shit. I disagree. I actually, uh, I think uh, not only our main four, but I did not like a single one of them. uh, Really? Okay. Yes. Because they both started off with a weird tone for me with the whole yes. gun at the gas station thing. But by the end, I actually found that I liked them, which is surprising because I hated this movie. Um, so, yeah, I, I was surprised by them. My favorite performance is probably Deacon Frost. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, Deacon Frost was... A, <laughs> I mean, I feel bad because... I love calling it <laughs> that. No, we're continuing. It's fantastic. Yeah. But... Uh... No, he. I, we should I think he did sometime. That was a cool movie. Okay, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Just that opening scene where he's going through the butcher shop into the rave. <laughs> oh, that, that is one part blood. I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was way too young to be watching that fucking movie. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Um, I, I, Back when Marvel yeah, had I don't balls, know, I don't. I really, I don't like the majority of our main cast. I really just like Deacon Frost, and I like see it's hard to put this in audio because i do like the performance of leatherface i think that I guy does think a good this job this is the best place to put it because the fact that bubba was either 10 in the og or is pushing 80 in this is a plot problem i agree i think this bubba is better than the bubba we had in the o3 remake who i liked in that one yeah um he feels more in line with the OG. And I talked about when we reviewed the OG, how that movie scared me. It just did like Bubba and that one scared me. Uh, it's hard. So I'll talk about this. I'll, I'll say something for the how scary part, but I think the performance of Bubba was well done. There are things I don't like about the movie. There are definitely things I don't like about the canon of it all. Yeah. But, I think the performance was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, something I did forget to mention. Sure, in, sure, sure, uh, sure. The cinematography. And I mean, it probably did this. Uh, no, I'll save it for half scary. I'll save it for okay. half scary. But uh, yeah, his performance, I agree, is very, it definitely feels like this is the same Bubba, obviously age difference and all that shit. It, you know, we'll, we, we hit that on plot and it got punished right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that this feels exactly like, yes, this is that same person, just a lot older. And I mean, he's still got the limp from when he dropped the chainsaw on his leg, when he was running away from Sally in the OG. Like he, Except for when he needs to sprint because then he forgets about it. Well, hey, there's honestly something about, like, I, I, this is weird because particularly there are two killers. That terrify me when they run. Jason and, Jason? Bu- Jason and Bubba. Jason and Bubba. When they run, it's... I don't know what it is. 
It's fucking terrifying. We'll have a good time with Halloween or with a Friday the Thirteenth remake then. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I remember when they showed him running in the trailer, and I just lost mm-hmm. my shit. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, but no, I I, I think that uh, Bubba and uh, Deacon are really the only two that stand out for me. Yeah. The score, which I totally forgot about what you played, is just shit. Oh, see, that's interesting. Okay, so there's part of me that thinks it's okay. I I definitely don't think it's good. But there is part of me that thinks it's okay because it does have that, like, uh, uh, synthy... Oh, my God, why can't I think of that movie? Not The Following. That's a TV show. It Uh, follows? the the std it follows yeah it follows yeah sorry i didn't i didn't fully hear you but it's got that like that 80s like it follows kind of vibe to it i so it's like it's okay i i i understand that they wanted to try to make that iconic tcm sound put in there somewhere i do wish they found a better way to do it say hey you know with a camera because what the fuck else are influencers doing all the time but taking pictures of themselves um, it's just yeah I I, I, I hear you I it's it's not I don't think it's like again I don't think it's good I don't think it's bad will I remember it probably not I just think it's it's okay it's my issue is that <laughs> TCM as a series has never been good and I think that's part of the problem too. Is we tackled what are probably the best two in the whole franchise. Yeah, I think there's an yeah. argument to be made that the two that we reviewed are probably the two best offerings. They are. The rest of them really start to like two is good, but it's not the same. It definitely leans into the camp uh, and like tries to come across funny and stuff. And there's a lot of weird stuff there. Three is like just three is three uh four the next generation is like it's fun but it's not very good yeah and then you have like all the texas chainsaw massacre beginnings and leatherface baby and all this other stuff and it's and cuz yeah and cuz and it's it's just tcm honestly other than the two that we watched is not a good series and I think that this <laughs> continues that <laughs> that legacy. Yeah, that's, that's it. All right, yeah. audio. I gave it a three and a half. I gave it a four. How scary. There are some stingers. In the past, when we've done reviews, um, I have always mentioned that stingers work in the moment. But upon sorry, uh, upon repeated viewings, yeah, it is annoying. Stingers work once. Yeah. That's why okay. Blair Witch Project, the original, holds true today, and why the 2016 For some sequel. Watch yourself. <laughs> why the 2016 <laughs> uh, sequel doesn't have that same kind of weight, right? Because the 2016 yeah. sequel is focusing on stingers, whereas the original is like slow paced. And it's what you don't see. It's the it's the performances that really kind of spook you. Yeah. Um, outside of the stingers, Justin, I had a really hard time being afraid of Bubba, not because of the performance given by the actor, but because I just was kept looking at the timeline 
I, I couldn't like I couldn't get into the mindset that this was either a 76-year-old man or Bubba was a 10-year-old back when he scared me. Do you know what I yeah. mean? I, yeah, I, I, I couldn't fair. do it. I, I, I couldn't do it. And Bubba is our scary factor. Um, also, trying to make me feel compassion or feel bad or whatever for him did not work. Um, but I also, I didn't like any of my characters, really. Like I, I, like I said, by the end, I did care about um, curly head twins, but even then, it was more just like whatever. How much can you care about somebody if you don't know their name? <laughs> exactly, uh, and then just like when Sally was portrayed and just done as shitty as it was, I just, dude, I don't know. It it's not a scary movie like there are singers and that's about it what do you think so i am definitely in the other camp um i think that this the one thing this movie does well when and again i think this is the this is kind of adding on to the fact that i think i i i can separate myself from Whatever, I can just like sit back and enjoy a bad movie for what it is. I was able to just like, okay, whatever. The age stuff is fucking stupid, but whatever. I can, I will go with it and I will just be in the moment. When you do that, I think this movie actually does a very good job of building tension and making you uncomfortable. Really? Yes, absolutely. Okay. There are some like fucking stupid things like, how did he throw the bus driver's head from like (laughs) around the corner and down the street. But when you separate yourself from that, anytime that there is a character directly interacting with Bubba or hiding from him under like the, the hiding under the bed scene was terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, Especially when uh, Deacon comes up the stairs and you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, and you can see that Leatherface hears him, so he just, like, he immediately knows and just goes behind the door. Yeah. And you know that, okay, whatever her name is, uh, either is going to risk her life and say something or basically has to let this guy die. Like, there are there is a lot of tension-building moments in this movie like that. And, uh, again, you do have to kind of just forget about a lot of the plot stuff and just like kind of ride with it but i think it does a good job uh when you can do that it's, uh, particularly the the corn field scene was uh, that freaked me out really bad uh because i live uh, across the street from a bunch of cornfields <laughs> um and again i like i full-on jumped when he just <laughs> rip that girl's ass into the seat and cut her head off. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, it's just his his brutality to me is again something I enjoyed in this movie, and I, and I think it definitely helped, kind of make him a scary character again. Because if you remember, two thousand three, he wasn't that scary for me. He was yes. scary, but he wasn't that scary. This kind of he was it was lower for both of us. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, like, brought back the, oh, shit, this is that same Bubba from the OG. Obviously, by the way, 
Sally and Baba are not played by the original actors and actresses. Yes. They, they have passed away. Um, but I, I think that he does a fantastic job of being our scary factor. I, I don't think it's anywhere near the original. But I think he does a good job if you if you can just go along with the ride. Which is is a hurdle. <laughs> don't yeah. get me wrong. But I think there is a lot there if you can if you can do that in the scariness factor like basically when he kills the girl in the van he's it's it definitely feels like uh sorry i'm getting dry mouth talking You're uh, he is like you can you get the feeling that he's like okay you just killed my mom i am lit i am going to sit here and watch you slowly die because this person has raised but then he's not an animal then Sometimes he likes to play with his food. <laughs> Sometimes he likes to. Well, what just I'm saying is, like, if he was a rabid dog, then he doesn't like, then he wouldn't recognize that that's who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I yeah, that's fair. I, I just, it, it, I don't yeah, know. I, I do hear what you're saying. I think there is a lot of validity to it. It's just for me personally, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work with the plot. Like, there has to be something there. There has to be something for me to grip on. And what I Like, and your character doesn't even fit sense in the canon you're trying to slot it into. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. It it is yeah. it is a big hurdle to be able to just like okay, you know what? This movie clearly <clears throat> does doesn't yeah story wise make sense. I'm just gonna enjoy the ride. It, it is a big hurdle to to do that. I'm not saying it isn't. Okay, but I think when if you do, this is actually it's a pretty scary movie. <laughs> Perfect. You ready to score it? Yes. I know you're giving it a one, so I'm not. I'm giving it a two. Oh. The, okay. The stingers, the stingers and that cornfield scene are pretty impressive. Interesting. Interesting. I gave it a seven. So Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's not very usual where I'm less hyped on a movie than you are, so it's kind of Well fun. I, and again I think I honestly think it's because I have seen literally I think there's one T C M movie I haven't seen. And right. I know that the majority of them are shit. So when I saw this one, I was like, oh, that trailer does look really good. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be fucking bad. Because I remember how good the trailer for 3D was. And then we got Go Get Him Cuz. And the fact that they put the, you're going to get canceled, bro, in the trailer immediately was like, fuck, this is going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Plot, I gave it a one, just gave it a two and a half. Cinematography, I gave it a two, just gave it an eight. Audio, I gave it a three and a half, just gave it a four. And how scary, I gave it a two, just gave it a seven. That gives it a huge Johnny final score of a 38. Um, it actually is tied with The Thing from Another World, which came out in 1951. Right below it is The Blob and Salem's Lot. Right above it is Saw the Video Game uh, at a 40%. Justin, any lasting thoughts on TCM22? I hope that they take this as a sign that, you know what, if they want to keep doing this and they, I mean, it's unfortunate because I do, I do think we are going to get a sequel and it's going to probably be a direct sequel. I think if they want to keep the TCM name alive and do whatever with it, they have to just either move on or reboot it and stay with it. They can't do this. They can't try to fall. Yeah, they can't do the flippy floppy. They can't follow a trend that was 
four years ago now that we've by this time we've seen so much and we've seen better yeah and we've yeah i can't even say we've seen worse this is pretty bad for me uh what is our commercial this week buddy um it is actually when this comes out going to be the last day for chicken coop so i'm just gonna play that because i did not load anything else onto the soundboard Perfect. All right, guys, listen to our friend Joe talk about his film. Help him if you can, and we'll meet you guys in the backside. Hey, podcast listeners. My name is Joe, host of Ultima Final Fantasy, the Godzilla podcast, and Nude Clan, and I am here today to ask you for your money. But no, actually, I'm trying to get an awesome little movie off the ground. It'll be my second feature film, and it is called Chicken Coop. It's a heartwarming family comedy slash drama that takes place on the days just before Christmas Eve. A well-off L.A. lawyer named Isaac and his vegan wife, Tanya, are heading to the countryside to help Isaac's estranged father, Abe, do some projects around the house as an opportunity to patch things up. But uh, of course, uh, not everything goes super well. Uh, it goes south from there. But uh, that's all I'm going to tell you. There's, uh, there's more information on our Kickstarter starter campaign so please uh check out the link in the description of this podcast or if it's not there for some reason please go check out kickstarter.com search chicken coop and uh learn more about the project watch our video see our amazing cast you can go check that out or my previous movie the 13th cross thank you guys all right thanks joe um actually i think justin i think they actually hit the funding quota yes they did yes cool that's awesome well congratulations joe can't wait to watch your next movie i'm always down for a christmas movie Next week, back to aliens. <laughs> right, as, that's as what we seems were doing. to be this season's trend, <laughs> we 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 pop in and out, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I have to look at the schedule because I don't even remember. <laughs> oh well, I can tell you, it's Aliens Fire okay. Team. We'll be joined by Rachel. We beat oh, that shit, game. Right, okay. uh, it's going to be kind of now fun that game. the plot of that game. Oh, can't wait to hear that crystal golden plot that we got coming up for that game. Yes, I'm very excited to hear Rachel give us a synopsis. <laughs> yeah uh wow. yes it'll, it'll be fun after that we're going to do scream five like justin was saying <coughs> it's going to be on vod so we'll get together and wrap up the mini season yep. and then straight into aliens we currently have our elden ring review scheduled for april 11th um i'm going to pick it up after i beat the witch queen raid which will be um march 5th so we'll start then i well, will start you'll then. start then i'll start then uh, if we if I can get it beaten before that date, we'll do it before. But that is like by a hard deadline. Um, and in between then, we have the signs, the thing from 2011, and then the film Life, which is a forced entry from our patron Shannon. Yeah, I I, I feel uh, Elden Ring is a very long game. <laughs> um, Larry is going to try to find the best possible way to speed run it. <laughs> That's, hey, you know, yeah. Told me. I know what I'm getting into, and I am okay. dreading. Well, I, I'm hoping that I can be there for you to hit that 30 hours and just go go Ganon, go straight to Ganon, if you will. What's that gift for you sent me? that That's the that's the be right back for tomorrow I'm going to be using. That's so cute. I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best to have your stream up the whole time. I'm doing some science stuff, but I want to try to have my, my best to have it pulled yeah. up. It, it's so it's funny because like okay obviously like <laughs> nobody's gonna fucking watch that at six thirty in the morning but I figure I'm gonna be playing it anyways. I so. bet you do. One of my favorite Twitch streamers is a guy named Classic Hero. He only streams like old school RPGs. He starts yeah. streaming at two o'clock in the morning. So if I'm up that late, I'll put it on to go to bed too. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah. Whoa. 
Okay, yeah. so that's what's coming up next. Uh, patrons, make sure you stick around after the credits to hear the next fireside chat question. Justin, any last thoughts before you begin your journey? No, I'm just I'm really sad. They 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 done TCM extra dirty. They did. It was pretty bad. But yeah, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Guys, stay scary, and we'll see you next week. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.